the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, IndustryGreetings.com, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Hey folks, welcome back to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Uh, this is our Thanksgiving. Well, it's actually the post-Thanksgiving show. Sorry, but uh, uh, we did record this a little bit before. We're looking forward to it. We'll probably give you some great turkey recipes because, you know, that's what Thanksgiving shows do. But since this is airing on Saturday afterwards, we're going to tell you what you should have done with your turkey on Thursday. Maybe for Christmas you can pick it up a notch and, and take care of it there. Uh, folks, join me here i have the uh, legislative director um i used to be the supreme commander but now he's the legislative director of the california rifle and pistol association rick travis and uh, rick is the counterpart of what's going on in arizona the arizona rifle and pistol association now you know we're broadcasting a couple of different states and why do we keep bringing up california Guys, I don't want to bore you with California's issues, but understand this. This is the front line. This is where gun control starts and where we fight it. And, you know, you look at uh, what happened with New York, the Bruin case. That happened because the New York Rifle and Pistol Association brought that case because the onerous laws caused by New York's legislature. So these crazy ideas start on the coasts, East Coast, Left Coast. They keep getting crazier and crazier. Those who are in the state are fighting that battle and supporting them, in case you haven't figured this out yet, supporting them is supporting your national rights because these cases get kicked up from the local to the to the district courts, to the federal district courts, to the state supreme courts, to the district. Uh, anyway, they all end up before the Supreme Court in the United States after about 15 years and three or five million dollars worth of uh, of effort to get them there. And then the decisions made that affects everybody, whether it's in the 11th Circuit Court or 4th Circuit Court or uh, of the Supreme Court or the Supreme Court, it affects everybody. So these small things that seem inconsequential happening far, far away are similar to the analogy of how do you get a, a hurricane or a tropical storm? You know, it all starts with a butterfly flapping its wings in Malaysia. And as it picks up, we've got the storm on our courts. So these stupid things you hear about from idiotic legislatures like the ones running California and New York and Chicago and Massachusetts and several other states Delaware, Rhode Island, all these states that are making up these ridiculous laws, if they're passed and upheld and go through to the Supreme Court, it could become the law of the land. Yes, even in Texas. So laying that foundation down, I think it's important that, number one, we support the people at the front edge of the fight. And number two, you hear what's happening so you can prepare where you are, uh, prepare legislatively to make sure this doesn't happen in whatever corner of free America you're at. So that's my preamble. And from now on, I'm just going to be quiet and let Rick uh, tell us some some horrible stories about what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I want to go back to what you said. I think it's also important that a lot of people don't understand that, um, you know, what happens in California and New York, which you brought up, doesn't start actually in California. That's kind of like the misnomer. I mean, if you look at one of the most aggressive groups that have been at city councils, uh, you know, we have what called the counties are called different things in different states, but at the county level, also at the state level are prepackaged law proposals, bill proposals that are brought in by the Giffords group, which is, 
you know, Senator Mark Kelly's wife and his group that is a headquartered in where? Arizona. Phoenix, so Arizona, export, yeah. Yeah, you know, exportation of those ideas coming out of Maricopa County that they test bed in California to take across the nation. And so a lot of times when I have friends from Arizona going, we live in the land of the free, we don't have to put up with that stuff. I'm like, you're the one exporting this stuff to us, and we're finding it here, and you should be taking note so you know how to fight it when they come back, because they're going to bring it back to their home state. I mean, make no 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 mistakes about that. Um, and we've seen it go. Well, and so let's nation. let's talk about Arizona real quick here, if I can step in. You know, yeah. so Arizona, we've got parts of the state that are absolutely fantastic, right? Prescott, mm-hmm. just if the United States was Prescott, we would have zero issues. All right. Um, Everything would be running the way it's supposed to, but it's not okay. There's, there's Marifoca County there, you know, there's, there's, there's corruption there. And when that corruption steals a vote and you've got a governor who doesn't fix the voting rolls, and then you've got the new governor who was in charge of the old voting area. And she certainly is not going to fix anything on that. Where does it go? How do you get a, an even shake on that? So, yeah, you know, Arizona, hey, man, I'm I'm there. We want to make sure that we're doing everything we can. But but it's not all California's fault. You know, California's a lost cause, but we fight things there. Um, the legislative arm is so gerrymandered, it would be an impossibility to get a majority of conservatives unless the entire state was redistricted. And the only way that would happen is if the Supreme Court said, hey, enough of this gerrymandering stuff, you have to do it with these parameters. You know, three days after pigs fly, that's going to happen. But we're going to have to see this stuff coming out, but we have to be able to fight it locally. So Rick, pick it up from there, like what you're talking about on that. Well, what I'm trying to talk about is, like, right now we have to realize this is the time of the year when new laws are being presented. I'm going to be discussing with some people later on after we, we've done this program some of the proposals. And they come packaged. And, and here's one of the ways that people need to realize, you know, the member themselves, and I won't sell out this particular member because he does work with us part-time, but he didn't call me up, Phil, and say, hey, Rick, what do you think about this? He had a staffer who is all of 23, who fresh out of college, called me up and said, hey, I have this entire bill proposal. Now, you know, people are very smart when they come out of college. I'm not saying anything against it, but they're not lawyers. They haven't been writing bill proposals. So when this nice, neat package comes out, as you got to go, well, where'd that come from? Because it didn't come from the kid, and the member's not done because the member's on vacation. Oh, that came packaged by. Yeah, and besides that, it's 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 slightly beyond the members' capabilities anyway. Right, and so now you sit there and go, "Oh, where'd that come from?" Well, it gets handed off to these people, and they say, "Here's the easy thing to fix, save people's lives, whatever they want to, you know, package it in." Safety for puppies, people, Bill. Right, and and young people, they you know they want to make it happen, so they're like, "Yeah, this is a great thing. Let's do it." And it's not a great thing because it puts you in a position like. We find ourselves in where you're like having a fight. And so one of those is we had um, Assembly Bill 918, or Senate Bill, sorry, 918, that was, uh, I had it right first time, Assembly Bill, that they were trying to get slammed through, which, you know, was in direct conflict with Bruin. And so that was the one where every place was going to be a place you couldn't carry a firearm. You know, you had to declare gun-free zones everywhere, like a whole lot of draconian stuff in that we could unpack for several shows. Um but the most important part now is they realized, oh, they couldn't get it across the line the way they packaged it. So now it's being broken up into many bills. Smaller bites. Right. And, you know, one of the one of the proposals has been talked about is, oh, if you're going to carry your CCW firearm in your vehicle, it's got to be in a locked storage case in the vehicle that's attached to the vehicle frame. Well, that's going to be a problem because you just told everybody that owns a you know, a certain kind of a car made by Elon Musk that, well, you can't carry because the frame is the battery for the car. You can't attach it to the battery. You can't weld to the battery. Um, but you also have the situation of that's not good enough. They also want a trigger lock placed on the CCW firearm that's put in the lockbox. So, you know, how does that work as the guys come to carjack, my wife and I, excuse me, could you give me a minute so I could 
unlock the box, unlock the firearm, chamber, I'm done. It's over. You know, I've lost. And it's really going in. And a lot of these, you know, people don't understand that this stuff is being, you know, imported into California before it's exported nationwide. And so, you know, most people look at this. Well, and, like, and it's not even it's not even just Mark Kelly's group, right? The Brady group. I think they're out of Illinois. Right. right. You know, so the same thing They're They they find. Unfortunately, we have. And in monster demand. As far as, as, far as IQ levels, we have the lowest common denominator in our state legislatures. OK, um, they they have to look up to wet mops uh, on the IQ scale that or they're very intelligent, but they're evil. Okay, so we have those 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 are the two uh, barbells that we have that we're dealing with here on our state legislature. Now, I don't deal with them on a daily basis, so I'm going to say this. Um, others may feel that way who won't say it on air, but I'm just going to say that. So, so you have some that just don't understand what they're doing. Others are using this on purpose, and they have nefarious goals, like Scott Weiner out of out of uh, uh, San Francisco, right? So, folks, we're going to talk about how to fight this. Fight where you are. Fight the good battle. When we come back, this is with Rick Travis, crpa.org. Get in there. Join them. Support them. And uh, you might even win a Maglite flashlight. We'll talk about that when we come back. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, now has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and members-only specials sent directly to your inbox. Be sure and join us for our massive Black Friday sale and to kick off our annual 48-page holiday sale loaded with deals you don't want to miss. On Black Friday, November 25th, come early. Doors open at 8 a.m. For more info to sign up for the Turner's Discount Club or to shop online, visit turners.com. It's definitely expensive to advertise for your business, but not advertising is more costly to your bottom line, especially in this current economic climate. While we all know that sending Christmas cards to family and friends is an American tradition, we forget to extend that tradition to our customers and business associates. So show your appreciation for customer loyalty and remind clients that you and your company are still ready for their business. But don't just send any card to take advantage of the marketing opportunity that you're looking for. Your cards need to stand out. IndustryGreetings.com specializes in industry-specific Christmas cards. Whether you're an accountant, contractor, realtor, welder, or anything in between, our creative and exclusive card designs are the perfect fit. So head over to IndustryGreetings.com and search by your industry. Or check out our patriotic or religious Christmas cards and order today. That's IndustryGreetings.com or call them at 800-431-9161. IndustryGreetings.com, 800-431-9161. I use them, so should you. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman here. Get our podcast at FiringLineRadio.com. FiringLineRadio.com. Sometimes there's even some YouTube uploads if I get around to editing them, but I really suck at it, so I usually don't. Anyway, um, that's just that's just my own. Yeah, anyway. Um, joining me here, I have Rick Travis. Rick Travis, the executive director of, no, excuse me, the legislative director now of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Let's just call you Supreme Commander. It's a lot easier uh-huh. that way. Okay. Um, he's just a supreme commander of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. He's fighting the good fight. The reason we're talking about this is what starts in one place ends up in another or nationwide. So, Rick, we just took a break here, and you were talking about some of the lamentations of uh, hunting um, locally out here. Why don't you give us a little rundown on that? Well, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the areas in California to go hunt obviously get impacted by things that happen in the environment. There can be fires, you know, especially here in California, along with a lot of the Western United States. And I think hunters are pretty used to that. We, you know, you flex, you move. A lot of us get involved in the off season replanting and trying to make areas to bring the wildlife back. 
Um, and then we have areas that are ran by environmental groups, conservancies, for example, are one of them. And uh, conservancies, you know, I'm not quite as harsh as you, Phil. There are some good groups that are actually trying to do some things, but a lot of them, the problem with it is you can have a good group. And I would say the conservancy probably about 15 years ago in Catalina, for example, was a very good group, fairly fairly balanced in their approach. Um, but then, like any other group, you know, a couple of elections of the board, and that can change drastically in a negative direction. And if there's not strong oversight and strong public input, that gets even worse. And I'm going to come back to talk a little bit about that probably later on in this session or the next session, um, because it's one of the ways people can be more involved. But um, our side isn't good to stay entangled. Like when, you know, a board changes their leadership, we tend to go, well, forget it, and we leave. And that's a mistake because what ends up happening is you get these people who, well, we we want to limit the amount of fauna in order to save the plants to the extent where it, eventually the plant becomes everything and get rid of anything that could possibly hurt the blade of grass, the flower, the whatever. And they elevate plants over all life that's not a plant. And that's where you see the destruction because People forget, you know, when wildlife is going around making their trails, doing stuff, you know, one of my favorite examples. Spreading the seeds. Yeah. It's like when, you know, they tried to knock out the bat population down in South America a few years back because of rabies. Well, they'd only found rabies in a couple of bats, but somebody did this weird math. Oh, my God, it's going to be every bat. And they wiped them out. Well, all of a sudden, the forest started dying. Why? Because bats eat the fruit, they package it in their guano, which is like the most nutrient thing that you can put a seed in, and then drop it throughout the forest. Rain hits it because it's a rainforest, and voila, you have fresh new plants. Remove the bat, that entire agricultural process goes bye-bye, and then you have a die-off. And then all the Not to mention you have 10, 10 trillion more mosquitoes. Right. And then they're like, oh, what happened? Well, you knocked it all out of balance. You know, it's the same thing that when you look at, like, we got to protect coyotes and cougars and all these predators in California, and now you're seeing deer population shrink because the fawns can't survive these huge numbers. They're not shrinking. They're plummeting. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. There, was an, there was an island off of California, uh, Santa Rosa, and, and the Channel Islands. You know, when the Spanish explorers came out here, they found these little islands, pretty cool little places, and they released goats and they released pigs on them. And the reason they did that is those things would repopulate. And when they needed food, they could come and, on the island and hunt a few animals and go back, you know, take it back to the ship and move on. So it was a, it was a renewable ecological food source. Uh, then the, somebody introduced deer and elk on Santa Rosa and Rocky Mountain, no, it was a, uh, it was, it was not the Rocky Mountain elk. California deer? Um, the Roosevelt elk. It was the Roosevelt elk and the, and the Colorado mule deer were reintroduced or introduced to Santa Rosa, and they were flourishing, flourishing. I mean, they had zero predators on the island. Very, very healthy group of animals. But this is back under Obama and Feinstein and Jerry Brown. Uh, they decided that the Park Service wanted to make it natural like it was before zero humans ever touched this island. Well, that means that anything over the size of a mouse needed to die. And they helicopter gunshipped 1,100 deer and elk and let them rot in the sun. This was the National Park Service, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. They just massacred the island. They did the same thing on Catalina in the 80s. They shot pigs and goats and just massacred them, let them lay in the rot in the sun. These are the environmentalists. Now they want to take all the deer off the island. Um you know, the California mule deer, if it's on an island, it's separated from all sources of chronic wasting disease. They should be doing things to help it flourish, putting in some guzzlers, helping in reseeding areas with sage and so forth. And the fact that that somebody would say that a plant is endangered is ludicrous because I do believe plants have seeds. And seeds can be stored and seeds can be grown in a greenhouse and an area can be repopulated. So any kind of, you know, the, the, the least susceptible of going extinct would be vegetation. 
Well, I think I think one of the arguments that people miss, and, and you kind of you skirt around it, but this concept we're going to take the land back to, and then you know insert whatever time period. Because I've debated this topic in, in the legislature, one of my points was at one point the islands weren't islands; there were land bridges from the coast all the way out there. Before there were people, we know that on one of the islands, I think it's Anacapa, but it's one of the Channel Islands. There's a, a pygmy mammoth elephant graveyard. There's evidence that humans hunted in that area. There, so we have. So you're not taking it back. It's like I think what people miss is these groups want to pigeonhole. Oh, we're going to take it back to a six-year period where there was no presence to, to pre-Columbus, no right? Whatever we and think, like, whatever we think was pre-Columbus, right? But we have no idea what was out there. I mean, you know, it's like. You know, when we were growing up, there were no bald eagles in Catalina. Now we have bald eagles at Catalina. And bald eagles may leave Catalina in 20 years. And Lake Skinner? Yeah. Like, so my, my point is the environment is constantly changing without any human input. The second part of it is, is over the last, you know, depending on who you want to talk to, at least, you know, five to 10,000 years, there have been people roaming North America. I mean, I think most people will generally accept that. Um, they're part of the predator makeup. So, you know, to run the argument like they did in, in Yellowstone and say, oh my gosh, when you removed wolves, this is all the damage we did because they were an apex predator. Well, when you remove humans, yeah, same issue. And humans, for the most part, are a little bit easier to control than a pack of wolves or cougars or other, you know, apex predators. And so, there's a balance that has to be achieved. It should be achieved with science, not emotions. And uh, and that's part of the problem. We, we need people to start standing up and defending science, defending uh, the facts, and quit being driven into the closet by other people's emotions. Are you saying environmentalists are science deniers? <laughs> yes, I am. In many respects, yes, I am. Not all of them. I mean, there are, there are some good environmentalists out there that actually do right. some really amazing Work, but, it's, but it's the big yeah, groups like the, the HS, the HSUS, right? The Hypocritical Society of Urban Snobs. They're just a legal arm. They just like to sue people and destroy things. They're they're not a puppy shelter group. And anything a lot of them that are nature. just in it for the money. They're not in yeah. it for the. And well, the money, and they're part of their agenda that they're doing right. And remember, the main thing is always the revolution. They've got a part with the same groups that are ruining the rest of America. The environmental groups, uh, they're watermelons, right? They're green on the outside, red on the inside. So right. they have a part that they play, just like the gun control groups have a part that they play, just like the no bail groups have a part that they play. These horrible district attorneys have a part that they play. They're all doing their role uh, because the revolution is the main thing. Nothing else matters. And they've all signed on to this. They are all singing the same songbook. The, the Saul Alinsky playbook is, is right. what's in their desk drawer every single day. Right. I think a lot of this just takes people doing research. You know, PETA presents itself as trying to save animals when the facts that have been proven in courts over and over and over again is that some, somewhere close to 99% of the animals PETA takes in, they euthanize. Euthanize. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, you're given pictures because you see that beautiful big-eyed chihuahua on a Sunday morning in a commercial. Not There's no such thing as a beautiful eyes. chihuahua. We're going to take it right there and go back to a commercial. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. 
CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. New company, same Ed Hoffman. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to Escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Get our podcast at FiringLineRadio.com. Matter of fact, I did bring this up a little bit. I alluded to it on our other session uh maglite who's been a sponsor product sponsor has given us some x uh maglite led xl50s uh we did the show on this the other day we've got the mossy oak nice camouflage on it so i'm going to give this away so um i'm gonna give it away to the first person who joins the california rifle and pistol association go to crpa.org and type in on the comment field firing line and uh, then get back to me with a screenshot of that. I will send this off to you. You know what? I'll give away a bunch of them. So um, as, however many I have, keep keep signing up over there and uh, letting me know. Show me show me the, your proof on that, and we'll get you all the mag lights we can. So, folks, we need to get involved. I don't care where you live. This is the front edge. This is the tip of the spear group fighting for your Second Amendment rights, and that's where, why I have Rick on here. He's... He has to go to Sacramento and deal with these legislatures every single day. I could never do that. I, I know my failings as a human being, and patience is one of them. Self-control is another. And when I have no patience, no self-control, and I'm surrounded by that group, it would be like a slap fest. It just wouldn't go good. So I cannot do that. Rick has to do the heavy lifting on that. Um, e- e- eating eating through his patience in his life, and that's why we- we love what he does. And when I met him a few short years ago, he had really dark hair, right? <laughs> it, life's changing now. <clears throat> Rick, I want to talk a little bit about I still have hair. I still have yes, hair. Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. But I've got mine. Mine's a little shinier than it used to be also. Um, yeah. But I'm going titanium is the way that is. So Colorado this last week had another another terrible shooting. Um, The reason I'm bringing this up is we talk all the time about law enforcement. We are huge law enforcement fans. My partner on the CCW safe podcast, retired uh, Oklahoma, you know, detective. We always are in support of common sense law and law enforcement. When we have our district attorneys hijacked by the George Soros groups, and they're running an agenda as opposed to enforcing the law, or they are they they are making the they're politicizing their positions and their decisions, then bloodshed follows. In Colorado, the perp who had the shooting in the gay nightclub had been arrested less than a year ago on felony charges, felony charges of attempting to or threatening to blow up his mother's house of all things. And I think a few other things that happened at that point in time. 
The district attorney for that area, who is a George Soros appointed person, or not appointed, but George Soros endorsed person, supported person, decided not to run felony charges on this guy. Not only did he not do that, but he didn't flag him for the mental illness that was recommended. So Colorado's heavy existing gun control laws were circumvented by the district attorney in charge of supporting those laws. He did not put him in the red flag. This guy was able to go and purchase a firearm because the district attorney chose not to do his job and and enforce the existing law. Whenever we see this, whether it's in Chicago, Maricopa County, Tucson, uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, whenever we see this, it always leads to bloodshed. Anytime felons are allowed to stay on the on the road, somebody's going to pay with it with their life. And this is what's happened in Colorado. That district attorney should be should be held liable, maybe civilly, uh, for putting that person back out on the law. I believe Rick and I have talked about this for years. If you're on a parole board and you want to parole some horrible person, well, you should be civilly liable till he would have run out of his his sentence. If you're not willing to sign off on that, leave him in jail. If you're not willing to bet your financial future on that person's behavior, why are you letting him out of jail, right? So again, I am, we are pro-law enforcement in almost every single, almost, because there is the FBI, but almost every single uh, opportunity on this. But but it, it, it speaks to the breakdown in, in our laws, and and it seems to be... No, it is. It's it's purposeful. Your comments? Yeah, I have several. Um, you know, one of the issues we have with what's going on, and it's not just one single area. Colorado is, you know, the soup du jour for all of us to look at right now is a great example of it. But, you know, this extends to wildlife, everything else. Uh, as you know, I work with the Department of Fish and um, Wildlife here in, in the state of California, as well as in Arizona. Um, with Dr. Chase, who does a brilliant job out there with Arizona's department. <clears throat> the issue we're getting here in California, for example, is like we have some good wardens that have had some amazing poaching cases. But when it goes to the DA, the DA does exactly what he says and says, you know what, it's their first time poaching things. So, um, hey, you promised bad guy not to do this for six months? Yeah, okay, then we're not going to charge you. And well, then you can get your thing. license back. Yeah, so it does two things. One, it devalues the law to begin with. It makes everything that warden did and went through to assemble the case absolutely futile and worthless. But it also does something else that when they escalate, and I've got to watch several of these over the past couple of years on a committee I sit on, then a different warden goes after them. Now, had things done been done the way they used to be, they would have said, oh, see your honor? There's a trend, there's a pattern, and they were bad here, and they're really bad here, and we don't want to be really, really bad, so let's nail them. And then the law would be applied, and things would happen. But instead, the second time they poached, oh, well, it was beyond the six months, so treat us like it was a first-timer. <laughs> I have family who's in law enforcement. This happens in you know drug cases, assault cases, other cases where it's like, oh, it's the first time. Stop no, it's the first time they were caught and convicted. Right, but, well, caught, charged, but not convicted, and therefore it doesn't go on the record. And, you know, I started off in law enforcement, you know, decades ago, and one of the things you looked at was someone's sheet to see, like, what they've been doing. Is, is this escalating up? Are they improving? All their data is skewed. All their data is false. And as a result, we're being placed more and more in harm's way because the second plank of this is these gun-free zones. Because now you're telling the criminal, well, long as you play within a certain time parameter, you're not going to get in trouble. Oh, let, me, let us create a place where you can go and do whatever you want to. So let's talk about the gun-free zone. So if I go to, uh, I don't know, what Starbucks, anyway. I can't read, so I haven't understood what the signs are supposed to say. But if somebody who could read sees a gun-free zone, they're like, oh, well, they're, 
the CCW community are the biggest law abiding citizens out there. So they go, they lock the gun up and they put it in their, in their uh, car and they come back in and they do whatever they need to do in the store. Uh, But the criminal who wanted to rob that jewelry store or coffee shop or whatever it was, uh, number one, failed out of school. So he can't read number two, He's criminal. He knows that there's the high probability of anybody who would have shot him in the face for being a creep is probably not going to carry their gun because they're obeying the law. Right. It it takes the unknown out. It just makes it's literally shooting fish in a barrel. And how many of these mass shootings, murders happen in gun free zones? The vast majority. The vast majority of them. You know, a bar is a gun-free zone. You can't have a concealed weapon in a bar. That's a, it's a rule. Well, look to, look Maybe it's a good rule. I don't know. But it, say again? Look to, you know, this is, a, this is in Colorado's first experience with this. This is why I think bringing up Colorado is so important. Look to the shooting, you know, I think almost a decade ago in Aurora. You know, what did the crazy guy say on trial? I drove around looking for a theater that said it was a gun-free zone. Like, that was the, the part of his matrix for where he was going to go. The reason people hit churches and synagogues is because they feel like people aren't going to have their guns there. And so they, they go to attack. They know people are going to be vulnerable. They're going to be in prayer. They're going to be in worship. They're not going to have their hands where they could do anything to defend themselves. And this right. is where we really... Got to get people to start understanding you've got to be on that swivel all the time. Well, and look what happened to the cadets in in Los Angeles. How many were killed? Uh Right. As a vehicle, right? So murder is our issue. It's a hard issue, folks. We need to get back to that all the time. It's not not the Chevrolet and it's not the Glock. It's the SOB behind the wheel and the behind the trigger. We'll, We'll be right back after this, folks. Philip Naiman Firing Line Radio Show with Rick Travis, crpa.org. We'll be right back. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, now has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and members-only specials sent directly to your inbox. Be sure and join us for our massive Black Friday sale and to kick off our annual 48-page holiday sale loaded with deals you don't want to miss. On Black Friday, November 25th, come early. Doors open at 8 a.m. For more info, to sign up for the Turner's Discount Club or to shop online, visit turners.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Philip Naiman here with Rick Travis, CRPA.org, Legislative Director, fighting the good fight on the nation's behalf every single day. Thank him for that. Hey, also remember, if you go to crpa.org, crpa.org, and sign up, you'll have an opportunity to win this Maglite XL50. It's a, and it's the one in Mossy Oak, 
I was going to keep it, but hey, this is a good good thing to give away. Um, it's a good thing to support. So let's get on there, uh, crpa.org, sign up for that, put in a little note that you uh, are from Firing Line, and uh, you know, send me a screenshot of that. We'll see if we can get you out of flashlight. So folks, it's important that you get in the fight. G-O-Y-A, get off your couch and get in the fight. Because um, it's it's all around you. Just pull your head out. Take a look. The fight is here. So get on it. Um, speaking of that, getting in the fight, do you have any ideas how people should be engaging or not? Yeah, I actually do. This is a pet peeve area of mine, especially looking at the elections, and I'll touch on that a little bit. Um, I find it ironic, especially over the past couple of weeks, the number of people in our community who for months have been like, you know, Phil, do not trust the media. Media cannot be trusted. And then they look at those red and blue election maps and go, oh, my God, do you see these lines? Who drew those lines? The media did. And in fact, a lot of those lines are not as red or as blue as one would believe. A lot of them were a shade of pink and purple. They weren't blue or red. And I say that because there are several areas that Democrats barely won and Republicans barely won with like less than 1% of the vote. And to put that in really, really easy terms, that means either one more person, every other track of homes in a precinct had to vote or change their vote. Now, when I talk to most people and say, could you walk two tracks of homes and get one person to vote or maybe change their opinion? Most people look at you and go, well, yeah. How does that happen? Well, you actually have to go talk to people. And here's the problem that we have, especially in our community. If you look that we had the governor run for re-election, basically had no campaign statement in the, the voter guide, and literally only won by a little more than a million votes over a guy who actually didn't run an election in Dolly against him, how'd that happen? Because we didn't vote. Because as gun owners, we had more than enough votes Wait. to stop them. So let's let's back this up. Yeah. What's the population in that state? In California? Yeah. Yeah, we have probably 38 million plus. Yeah. Or 38 take million. a little bit. So let's say that yeah. there's some, some juniors, some whatever, you know, 10 to 10 so million illegal million aliens. Voters. 28 How many? million voters. Say 28, right, 28 million. million voters. So yeah, I got rid of the 10 million illegal aliens. Well, there's still there's kids, so maybe 20 million voting age people. All right, mm-hmm. let's just go with that. Uh, what was the total vote count for Gavin Newsom? Got just over 4 million. So we have 20 million voters. He got 4 million of those, 25% voted for him. How many gun owners are in California? 8.2 million at the lowest. At the lowest. So I think it's around Some people 10. say 10. Yeah. yeah. So... So they have two and a half times more gun owners, and we still have Gavin Newsom as our governor? Right. And here's why. It's what I call slacktivism. We have a lot of people that feel that they show up at the range, and they press a button that says, oh, heart emoji, ha, ha, ha emoji, thumbs up emoji, that they actually did something politically. They, they feel like if they sit at the range and help depress each other, and then they walk away. They did something. And they did. And I'm going to tell you exactly, part of my job in Sacramento is obviously to get people to vote the direction we want them to vote. How do I do that? Well, if it's a bad bill, one we don't want, it's get them to vote. No, that's option one. And option two is get them just not to vote. I mean, that's how we beat 918. We just got people not to vote. They couldn't get enough votes to get across the line. How did they do that to us? They encourage us to have these coffee shop, tailgate, you know, backyard, moan and gripe. I'm trying to be careful how I say this, sessions. That's right. Because I'm on radio. And then everybody walks away depressed. Yeah, depressed and doesn't do a doggone thing. And it's like, folks, you got to get out there and start showing your steel. Start being... Um, the men and women that have made this country great in the past by saying enough's enough. And enough's enough isn't like, you know, where some of, of the people in our community are like, yep, 
You're absolutely right, Rick. Let's go arm up. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, actually vote. I mean, the number of votes that could have been cast and arguably the easiest voter platform to cast a vote. Well, never done. And Biden, Biden won the state. Biden won the state with 6 million votes. Hillary Clinton won the state with 6 million votes. But we got 20 million voters, 10 million gun owners. Do you remember the uh, the program we did a few years ago? The 4473 and the voter registration form together. The biggest yeah. pushback yeah. I got from that were gun owners or gun store owners who thought that they were, you know, infringing on their people. Right. Which makes absolutely no sense <sighs> at all. Because I was amazed how much pushback the Second Amendment community had with that, you know. So for those of you well, like let's, let's talk about the guys in sorry, some of the guys in Arizona. So the way this worked was we we supplied voter registration forms to all the gun stores in Southern California. We had people working every city and they would go pick up these voter registration forms. They'd deliver them to the gun stores. And what we said is like, hey, while your guy's filling out his 4473 and you've got to do other paperwork, slide them the voter registration form, say, fill this out to buy the gun, fill this out to keep the gun, because if you're not voting, you're just renting your gun. You're not owning it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the pushback was amazing on that. I mean, anyway, so give us some ideas here, Rick. So one of them is start looking at your friends and going, if you're not going to do something, I don't want to listen. You know, and people are like, well, that's rude. But is it because if you call your friend over to talk about rebuilding a fence, working on a car, doing whatever it is, if your person just keeps going on an endless loop, you know, and I know I've used this quote a lot, but. Literally, folks, we had been doing the same crap for years. We're going to get the same results. You need to push back. One of the things we're doing at CRPA is we're running a lot of bills. Um, we're getting to run a, a uh, constitutional amendment bill to make hunting and fishing and gathering a constitutional right in this state. Is that a pill climb? Yeah, we don't care. We're doing it anyways. you got to start showing them that you, you have the courage to do this not once, but repeatedly, if you look at the zombie bills that I've had to face and my predecessor I had to face, they push every year, regardless if we win, it comes back the next year. This idea that we're one and done is stupid. This is a fight, and you don't get to call it a fight and then not fight. Like, either be with us or admit that you joined the other side. Because if you're not with us, that's exactly what you did. You joined the other side. Great point, Rick. We always talk about this for self-defense, right? Two sides fight. If one chooses not to fight, that's just called a mugging. And that's what we're getting here is we have this group of guys with bumper stickers and all that other stuff. They're not showing up. Where where are you? You got a sticker on your car, AR-15, you know, uh, cold dead hands, whatever whatever you got on there, right? 3%. Well, hey, if 3% of you voted, we wouldn't have these issues. Yeah. And, yeah, and how dare you, because for those of us that come from, you know, descent from people that were part of the original 3%, they put it all on the line. And when you can't even go out and vote because you're afraid you might get called to jury duty, give me a break. If you're willing to sell out your country over that. You know, I heard I heard a lady the other day speaking, and it's been it's been done a lot on social media, but it was so great. She, she's holding up the, you know, the Constitution. She goes, the first thing was, hey. We want to be able to talk back to the government because at that point we were, you know, British citizens. You didn't talk back about the king. And then she goes, and then the founding fathers went, and to make sure you can, second thing, you're going to need a gun so you can talk back against the government. And she goes, how do people not get it? And I'm like, exactly. Like, that Second Amendment guarantees the rights of the first. And people, if you're not just giving up your rights to your firearms. You're giving up all those First Amendment rights when that one fails. Well, you're giving up all of your rights. If you cannot mm-hmm. defend yourself against a tyrannical government, which we have in certain situations, we have tyrannical governments running certain uh, entities out here. If you can't defend yourself and your family from that, then you are not a free citizen. You are a subject. And it always sucks to be subjects or under communist rule, right? 
couple hundred million dead every every century and no big deal folks want to thank my very special guest uh rick travis crpa.org join them see if you can sign up get that mag light out there let me know and i'll send them to you um you know rick thank you for what you do i hope you had a great thanksgiving and we'll see you all on the other side all right thank you all right god bless shoot felipe shoot when you have to shoot shoot don't talk The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, IndustryGreetings.com, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo, but the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge, and that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too. So buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. Traditional investment strategies may not be as reliable as you think. Hi, folks. This is Philip Naiman, host of AM590's Firing Line Radio Show, heard Saturdays at 1 o'clock, and the founder of Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Our world is changing dramatically, and your investment strategy should be changing too. Now's the time to get a second opinion. Our mission at Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management is to help you on the path to pursue your financial goals while addressing risk. Our approach to financial planning is based on the biblical principles of stewardship. We'll guide you every step of the way, removing the mystery of retirement planning. So call us today for a free consultation at 909-406-1144. That's 909-406-1144 or online at cornerstonecwm.com. Our second opinion service will test your current strategy against market risks to identify any weak points. So don't wait. Call today, 909-406-1144. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.